Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the What Life Podcast, brought to you by thewhatlife.com. Our podcast brings you interesting guests in the health, fitness, and well-being space, including athletes, coaches, and innovators. I am your host, Ben Deneen, a founder of thewhatlife.com, and I have with me Andy Lee, the other founder. Starting in 2013, thewhatlife.com started in my bedroom but has since grown into a worldwide brand with over 1,500 products. So check us out at www.thewodlife.com. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode and we hope you get as much out of it as what we have. We're very privileged to have with us uh, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Khan Porter. Khan Porter or I am Khan Porter? I am Khan Porter. Depends. Depends. Or Ian. 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 Okay. Someone came up to us at the brewery really? the other day, and that's when they were yelling really? it out before. And they're like, oh, are you Ian? It's like, oh, I know what you think. <laughs> I know where you've got this from. But Khan is the middle name, is it? Is that what they think? Uh, who know? I don't know what they wow, thought. Okay. I just didn't know that they thought that my name was Ian. Okay. Well, there we go. Pretty close. Uh, well, welcome to the, pod, uh, the podcast there, Hit Khan. Um, obviously, you've been a wildlife athlete uh, now for a number of years, and, and we've been following your progress uh, for, for a long, long time. Uh, quite a phenomenal background, uh, lots of experience, lots of games, lots of games appearances under your belt. Uh, so yeah, quickly just for our for our people who are listening who might not know who you are, or might know much about you, just give us a quick uh, rundown of, of who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So uh, as I was wonderfully introduced by the boys here, my name is Carm Porter and I have been doing CrossFit. This will be uh, six years now. Uh, this is my seventh year doing it. Um, I've been to regionals all seven of those years, competed at the games four times. This will be my fifth appearance at the games with the team, with Project... Oh, I touched something, sorry. With Project X. Um, and yeah, I grew up on the central coast of New South Wales, kind of a background in rugby and surf lifesaving. And then was kind of just drawn to high intensity training for a variety of purposes, uh, well beyond just wanting to keep fit and healthy. And yeah, was pretty stoked when I found out that that kind of training was sort of a sport in of itself. It really appealed to my competitive nature and allowed me to kind of transition from something that I enjoyed recreationally to uh, like a full-time, I guess, a career. Yeah, excellent. Um, so you're currently the owner and head coach at uh, CrossFit Play, or We Are Play. Uh, I, I'm a co-owner there. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I was the head coach. I'm kind of just the the there guy, hype guy, hype guy. <laughs> the the flavor flavor. Flavor. Yeah, I don't actually coach there. Um, I just own it. Yep. Yeah. And uh, tell us in Sydney, obviously it's a large community there. Uh, where would we, or where someone who's travelling to Sydney, where would they find your gym? Uh, conveniently located, ten minutes from the airport. Yeah, we've got um, a space in Alexandria at the moment. Hopefully, Touchwood looking to expand that really, really soon um, back into the inner west where we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So Good. how how long was it before you uh, you started CrossFit and then? Going bold with an affiliate? A uh, bit over, uh, about a year, I'd say. I think it was ju- uh, right around or just after my first regionals. So a bit bef- around a year, like just under a year, I guess. Yeah. And what did that affiliate look like? I think everyone might see how you've got a big big gym currently. It didn't quite start off like that, did it? It was a no, I pretty sort humble, of, humble beginnings. Yeah. So I guess like I, I opened my own affiliate. I was kind of just bouncing uh, bounced 
out of a career, I guess. I um, had a background in journalism, which I studied at university when I first went to uni. Um, I got a full-time job working as a journo um, and during which time I started CrossFit. However, sort of seven months into that job, they culled our contract. So basically all the writers that were working for this company were fired and I was enjoying my training so much that I started coaching a little bit. I didn't really have a definite sort of direction with where I was going to go, but um, I, like, I just loved the, the sport, the community and everything about it. So, um, and I was just so passionate about coaching that I found that that was where I was putting most of my attention. So then I opened a really small affiliate in Sydney called CrossFit Play. Um, and yeah, we were probably 140 square meters of usable space. Uh, ceiling was maybe 12 foot at its highest point but it slopes down to a point where you can probably touch it when you walked in you had to cut out tiles or do things like muscle ups and yeah Uh, we were lucky enough that we had I think maybe three sets of muscle up rings possibly two or three sets of muscle up rings but that was it Um, a rope that if you sort of sat on your butt you could climb to the ceiling but (laughs) yeah it was it was a really really special little place and uh, you know some of the people that were my members there have are still some of my closest friends so it's yeah, it's really cool to see how play, the community has evolved, or, the, or I guess the facility has evolved, but that community has really kind of stayed the same. And even now that I'm not coaching, you know, that's my home, away from home is at that at that space. Um, and so, yeah, just the people there, we're lucky, we've got a really good staff now that just keep that vibe alive and we've got really good people that still train there and some of those people are like my best mates. It's, and it's mm. like that's, it feels like home when I walk in there, it's cool. So is that the coolest experience that you said you've, you've got through training and your, and your career? Has there been any other highlights that you could you could pinpoint? Oh, shit. There's a lot. Yeah, man. I, like, I guess it's been pretty diverse how I would – I don't know. I guess like how I would kind of quantify those highlights. Like I've learned so much as an athlete and as a person that I think has had just a profound impact on the direction of my life which I would consider to be highlights in of themselves. But from an athletic perspective, obviously highlights as well. But um, it doesn't have to be athletic. I think yeah, there's a lot of, I think the cool thing question. is that you've been able to facilitate some cool personal highlights mm. in, in your life, whether that be travel or meet, meeting certain people, yeah. opportunities you've been afforded to do cool things. That's mad. Like I'm extremely lucky to have created the career that I've created through this through CrossFit and I think I guess for me now on a kind of personal level I think one of the the biggest highlights is that that through my own journey I've learned so much that I feel I'm now in a position and a place where I can start to give that knowledge back to people and through that I don't know, create some sort of or help them create some sort of positive change in their own lives as I've been able to do throughout my involvement with the sport. And so for me, yeah, that's that's a massive highlight and that's something that's kind of been, I guess, amplified even more through the ability to kind of go around the world and, and, and run workshops and stuff like yeah. that, which we do not run any of in Bali. Um, <laughs> but uh, in other places, which has been really, really cool and like having an online presence, uh, being back at uni, studying various different things that I can then apply to, uh, to I guess long term um, yeah being able to use both study and experience to, to, to help help other people because I mean you do have a, a global reach I mean you, you've travelled to, to, to Europe and done seminars yeah I think we're yes. at 11 countries now that I've done yeah. seminars and workshops in which is kind of mind blowing like Gemma and I were chatting my missus yeah. and I were chatting about it shout out to Gemma who would love a shout out on the podcast um, yeah my missus and I were chatting about it um, not too long ago and it's pretty cool 
What is, cool. What's the most obscure place that you found yourself in? Doing a seminar? Yeah. Oh, or I've even meeting s- someone that's done, done oh, CrossFit or who had known of you, knew of you. We like did a hike. So we went to Norway recently and um, myself, Jem, Joshi and his partner, we did a hike up this mountain called Pulpit Rock and there were people at the top who were like, hey, we know you. I was like, cool. <laughs> this is kind of sick. And they were pointing at Josh or they were Yeah, they, they were, obviously they meant Jemma. But yeah, it's, it's mad. Like it's yeah. ex- uh, Morocco, I had people drive across the country from like uh, to Casablanca to come to Marrakesh to wow. like – yeah, wow. run or ask me to kind of put on a little training day for them there and crazy yeah, yeah. it's 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 certainly is it overwhelming or is thing. it ah, overwhelming in some ways yes because it's bizarre that this sport has that reach yeah. like mm. that it is so global so yeah I, but not so overwhelming that I can't appreciate and enjoy it along the way like I love it it's it's phenomenal and uh, definitely, whilst we've been here in Bali, uh, the staff act has been pretty high. We haven't been able to do a workout or go to a gym without without line, people lining up for selfies after. And, photo shoots, and, signatures, yeah, all the fun say, stuff there. I think say, I'm holding like demanding the photo shoots myself too much. <laughs> of Dave, it's like Dave, take a photo of me. Yeah, yeah, I've had my own personal Instagram husband all the way around uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Bali with me. It's been wonderful. Yeah, it's been pretty good. But I think that's just the nature of the sport. Like we've got four athletes that are kind of like globally recognized that have come together to form this team and like it's a microcosm of what some of the other bigger athletes experience that I've mm. seen some of the, the guys and girls from the states and whatnot but yeah it's pretty cool like it's yeah. really really cool and it's what an awesome opportunity like an awesome way to see the world I guess oh definitely amazing so how's this year been different for you being in that that team atmosphere you you scratching that you want to be an individual or you're really enjoying the team atmosphere I love individual comp- I love individual competition but I've training and competing as a part of the team has been so much fun that I don't know if I could go back to exclusive individual competition I think the new format allows for you to kind of do both like there I would love to compete in a few sanctioned events as an individual but I think I mean I'm interested to see how the games plays out in terms of structure and management because I feel like if it's just a bit of a messy sort of clusterfuck for the yeah, individuals. Right, it would be right I'd probably just stay competing teams at the games, but then potentially do um, yeah, some of the sanctioned events as an individual. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I mean, you've, you're quite an experienced athlete. The changes this year have been have been widespread. Um, what are, What are your like, general thoughts about it? About the changes? Yeah, I think once we see the full season play out, I think then we'll be able to give a more accurate kind of uh, analysis. Mm. I think also once we see next season play out, because next season the structure will be sort of set in concrete, like we've got two opens this year, there's a bunch of other stuff that's going to impact all that sort of thing. Mm. But, um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think it has the potential to, to really grow the sport quite like, massive on a global scale. Yeah. But I also think it has – it could have uh, – I don't know. I think when they first announced it, I thought it might dilute it. But now, I don't know. I think maybe it is going to just build and I think it is going to just grow Mm. potentially. But we'll see. We'll see how the games plays out. I have a bit of a theory that potentially the games may not look like, you know, in a few years, maybe the games won't be the premier event anymore. Mm. It'll be like 
maybe either a series format or you'll have other events that become bigger because they have smaller individual fields so it becomes more prestigious to make those I yeah. think invitationals yeah. I've, like you hear these people now with the Australian that down under championships and people are going oh I've made regionals I've finally made them like you haven't made regionals there's 80 people you've you've mm. there's 50 more spots available than have ever been available before um, yeah. and yeah that kind of people it's i guess it's the same now with the games you know you've got people that are like i'm a games athlete i'm going to the games mm. uh but you've got 170 people going there so i don't know if that still means the same thing that it used to mean yeah. um and whether that will be reflected in how the competition sort of plays out it's yeah it's an interesting time i think it has so much potential to go to to, to blow it up and make it massive but how it's going to do that i'm not sure yeah, we'll be <coughs> eagerly awaiting what happens the rest of the season there. Mm-hmm. So, you guys qualified in, in January as a, as a team. How's how's the lead up for you? Compete at the games in August. Mm-hmm. What's it like that that period before? Given that it's a bit of a different season, you're still training with the guys, still competing with them. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, it it sort of feels like the season we're still like because we've still got a couple of competitions coming up so we're still competing at Down Under we're still competing at Shanghai this week I think that it's not like we've had been able to just completely relax and take the foot off the pedal and take time off so that hasn't necessarily meant that we've had much more of a break or much more rest mm. but yeah fuck it's uh, been pretty cool awesome awesome what's one of the stories that you could share with us about training with the the team has there been a, uh, a funny moment or oh, there's something so could, many funny you could moments. call out <laughs> we have been around the team this week watching uh, the wake um, <laughs> of everything going on but yeah anything you could call out to, to share with, oh, with I guess we spend a lot more time fucking around in the gym than we actually do training as a team but I think that in of itself is quite valuable because I think that that creates that vibe that really helps when it comes to the day so that's probably one of the cool parts of it like yeah we and being an athlete who's done the day-to-day training for many years you probably sometimes you miss that that uh that sort of vibe of you know stuffing around a little bit yeah 100 percent. yeah and there's an accountability there as well which is really really cool which you don't have as an individual athlete particularly i've been Mm. uh without a coach probably for two years now i've only just started working with a coach again recently um sometimes so i've kind of been largely unaccountable for what I do in the gym so it's Mm. kind of cool being back in an environment where that is there is that level of accountability and there is that level of kind of commitment to other people rather than just being in there on your own Um, for sure but yeah it's mad yeah good Um, uh, maybe tell us tell us a little about I mean you, you run some programming yourself Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about that for our, our people listening um, and how they how they can get in contact with you uh, if they if they do want to do some programming. Yes, so I created um, Train Hard, Play Harder, which is also the name of like I guess the seminar, the style of seminars that I run, and it really reflects I guess my attitude towards training, which that is is that it's kind of like you know play for for grown ups I guess when you're in the mm. gym. Um, And what it is, is it's not a comprehensive program. It's not designed to be like a a program for someone that's like, man, I want to make the CrossFit game. I'm going to follow this. It's it's more just creative and enjoyable workouts for people to add to their own training in a day or it's completely conditioning biased because that's what I find the most enjoyable. And honestly, it's, it's, it's a culmination of the style of workouts that I do for enjoyment rather than I do for like 
oh man, this is going to make me the best CrossFitter in the yeah. world. But why I do that style of training is because for me personally, I believe that the happier I am in training, the, the more I'm enjoying my training, the more I'm training. The more I'm training, the better I'm getting, the better I'm getting, like, and the more engaged I am with that process rather than being kind of outcome driven. If everything you do in the gym is only centered around you making the games or you making it to sanctionals because it's not regional, just say that one more time, it's not <laughs> regionals, um, is making it to sanctionals, whatever it is, like that's that's going to defeat the purpose of like you're going to get frustrated with that you're going to get fed up with that and mm. get over it really fast whereas if you're going into the gym to do shit that you want to do because it's fun yeah that's the way it is so it's yeah it's five different program options in a week um, or sorry in a day so you get access to all five program options with it one's called the EMOM club which is just like an EMOM or interval workout the other is uh, cardio extras so it's monostructural um, run row assault bike skier burpees swimming that sort of stuff another one is a minimal equipment option so it kind of mirrors the the style of workout same sort of stimulus as the emom club most of the time but it's all body weight or using one dumbbell or kettlebell yep um and then there's pump shred which is just like bodybuilding and accessories but done in a format so you're still getting your heart rate up and it's like a circuit so mm -hmm. rather than just three sets of 10 on the bench press or three sets of 12 reverse flies, whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. And then lastly is a fitness with friends program. So it's just like a team-based workout. Nice. Do a couple of them a week. We've yep. always done team workouts at play and they love it there. So it's just yep. adding those options into. So I think that gives a lot of perspective for people that, hey, it's not all about training for the games. It's yep. why do you actually train? You train for <clears throat> enjoyment and mm. for 99.9% .9 of the people out there, mm. we're not going to make the games. Yep. So this is a great, great way for people to still enjoy their workouts still get a sweat on still actually yeah absolutely it's it's, look good it's the everyday person program it's awesome. like the program yeah. for everyone this like the way I try to position it is you know by all means have your goals to make the games to make regionals that sort of stuff and follow a really really good structured program there's so many good ones out there but if you just want to have a little bit of variety and fun back into your training these workouts are designed for that and they're designed to be fucking like some of them are really fucking hard <laughs> like there we go. that's yes. the other part of it as there well there we go it's like challenge. challenge for those listening so how can People find out more about that. How can they sign up? I just, through my Instagram is the easiest or through the train hard, play harder. So it's train hard dot play harder on Instagram. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, let's finish it up with uh, five quick questions. Quick Beautiful. fire questions. Quick, quick fire, fire questions. answers. Shoot. All right, Andy, you want to go the first one? From the hip, uh, we've got, if you were stuck on a d desert island with Team Project X, which member would it be and, and why? Uh, probably Bobby D because he'd be pretty resourceful on a desert island. Not part of the not part of the team, but <laughs> kind of like a nice sort of. He would be pretty resourceful in that situation. Yeah, uh, you're not the first. Oh, we're out. Time. That's okay. That's 22 minutes. That's right. We'll keep going. That's we'll right. Keep going on the audio. Yeah. The audio's the, the video's cut off, but the audio's. God damn it, Justin. Are you on the podcast next? <laughs> yeah. Can I interview Justin for the podcast? Absolutely. Sensational. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, Bobby D has has been mentioned by a few of the team members, and um, if you're on a deserted island, the guy knows yeah. what he's doing there. Yeah, I'm fucked. Otherwise, I'd yeah, no, look, no one's no one's recommended you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> I get some good tanning done and some good surfing in, yeah. but that's a bit about it. All right, here's a question we haven't asked uh, any of the other team members, and we'll see how we go here. Um, but would you rather? Oh, here um, we go. One hundred horse size oh, ducks. I, this is a stupid question. No, sorry, but I know the yeah. question. <laughs> Go on, shoot it through. A hundred horse-sized ducks or a hundred duck-sized horses? What? 
Isn't it? Would you rather fight a horse-sized duck? No, or this is this is what would you rather? Horses? Would you rather not fight them? No, no, no. This is like as pets. You've oh, so gone off script. Uh, I'm not prepared for this. Uh, I probably get the the fleet of horses. Oh, small horses. horses. Oh wait, no, it's duck-sized horses. They're useless. Um, yeah. Maybe the horse-sized ducks and I'd fly on their backs <laughs> like dragons. Imagine the wow, egg. Okay. Yeah. Imagine the eggs. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Good. Good curveball there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, favorite superhero. Ooh. That is a great question. And one that I have great difficulty in. I like Thor. Thor's pretty Thor, bad. and then superpower. Superpower. If I could have any, it would be like instant teleportation, so I could travel anywhere as fast as I want to. Mm. Fuck flying. That's okay. a good one. Um, I mean, you are you, you are a massive Avengers fan. Yes. Um, so obviously Thor. Very excited for this week. Yeah. Avengers coming out. Uh, what's your What's your goal for the next two years? Uh, could be a personal goal could be a, a, a fitness goal could be a business goal try and get this degree done which would be number one yep. uh, continue to make the games each year in some capacity uh, yep. and travel to at least one to two new countries per year perfect alright some sweet goals there yeah got one more question Andy yeah I think, I think I've, I've, I've done them I think when the, the double the double banger with the Superpower. Oh, okay. Well, that's two. We'll take that as two questions. All right. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming in, Khan. No worries. It's been great spending the week with you in Bali, uh, and good luck in China uh, next week. Um, I'm sure Project X are going to absolutely kill it there. So, fingers um, crossed. Yeah. And for the people who aren't already following Khan on Instagram, which is many, not many, yeah. How do they how do they go about following? You? What's your Instagram handle? Uh, it's at I am Khan Porter. So I A M K H A N P O R T E R, not K A H N. As Harriet, one of your team members, does she do that on purpose, or is oh, she I'm just not having sure, a just dyslexic like me? All right, all right. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy your day. Thanks for listening. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wildlife Podcast with myself, Ben Deneen, and my co-host, Andy Lee. If you like our show and want to know more, check out www.thewodlife.com. That's T-H-E-W-O-D-L-I-F-E.com. Or please leave us a review. We would love to know your thoughts. Take care and enjoy the rest of your day.